we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Hot and Bravo, part of the Buttered Pop Podcast. My name is Eddie Estrada. And I'm Matthew McFarlane. How you doing, Edward? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am thriving. I am surviving. I am thriving. <laughs> uh, for those of you who do not know, um, Eddie and I have been in Mexico for the past two weeks. Um, like a little bit of a work and relaxing trip. Um, also, which is why we were off last week. Which is why we were off last week. We- yeah, so happy Halloween uh, happy Scorpio season. Happy all the things we missed for the last week. Um, and also, most importantly, happy birthday, Edward. Edward is now 30 years old. How does it feel to be ancient? It's 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 definitely a change. I feel great about it, y'all, because Eddie, for our whole friendship, loved to uh, make fun of the fact that I was in my 30s and he was still in his 20s. But now he's with the rest of us 30-year-olds. And it feels good. ta it's there. It's some, it feels something. <laughs> well, we wanted to apologize again for being off last week. Uh, it wasn't just cause we were in Mexico. We had some te- technical difficulties. You can't watch Bravo in Mexico. No, you cannot. So, uh, we had to wait for our internet to be set up and then, uh, we had to search for the right VPN, uh, which I still don't even know what it is, but basically it it tricks the IP address into thinking that you're somewhere else when you're not. So, so we're illegally watching Bravo. I'm we're still using my Peacock subscription. Oh yeah, so we're, using, we're still using all of our Bravo. We're still Just paying you. My computer thinks that we are in San Francisco and not Zihuatanejo, Mexico. <laughs> that is true. Um, but I feel great. Um, we are. I'm about to head back to the states. Eddie's staying here a little bit longer, so the next few episodes that you hear will be um us apart. I will be you know by coastal. Uh, but yeah, I feel good. I'm excited to go back home. I feel so bad because, uh, week one was great y'all, but week two, uh, the last few days I've been kind of, um, ill, shall we say. And Eddie's been so great <laughs> at being the best friend that he has taken care of me. But that's also part of the reason why we're delayed is because I haven't been able to, uh, function. <laughs> he's been, he's, something's been functioning something's just a little bit too well. Just, yeah, not, yeah, just not, you know, the, the stuff that we need to be functioning. So, uh, but we have a lot to discuss, um, so much to talk about. Family karma is finally here. Married to Medicine is over. We are cooking with gas on Potomac and Salt Lake. So where do you want to start? Let's finish off with Married to Medicine and just kind of go over what happened in the last two parts of the reunion. Yes. Basically, <laughs> nothing has or will be resolved essentially at this point, which is which is odd for a married to medicine reunion. I feel like for the most part, we've been able to see these women come together and find some some place to stand on. People that are ruining that right now, heavenly quad, quad, Anila. basically Anila. the whole right side of the couch. Um, I'll, I'll I'll let Jackie live on Switzerland for a little forever. Bit. How long she can? Yeah, whatever. I mean, talk about when. Sorry, real quick, since I mentioned it, when she kind of called out the left side of the couch, Contessa, Toya, and Simone for um like not taking like 
I don't take up for my friends when they're wrong. It's like, yes, you do, Jackie. You sit there and say nothing when your friends are wrong. Okay, when Heavenly is being horrific, you don't publicly um, condemn her. You sit there and you talk to her privately. It's like, you're on a reality show. Stop. But, yeah, I'm team left side of the couch. Contessa, Toya, and Simone, I feel like, really came with receipts. They came with honesty. Yeah. Uh, They owned when they were wrong. I feel like watching Heavenly twist herself into knots, trying to get out of taking responsibility for the horrible things she says. Even Quad sitting next to her is like, I need you to tell me with your words that you're not going to do this stuff again. And Heavenly doesn't care. She cares about her fame and her her notoriety on social media more than she cares about her friends. Yeah, which is which is I think all of them care about themselves on that side of the table and their social media presence and they care about anything else because we see Quad trying to take everyone down with her social media attacks on Toya and her family. Yes. Which why go after Eugene? Eugene is a saint among men. Why do that? Then you have Heavenly who thinks she's a social media queen with her like hot takes on the friend group and revealing secrets about Contessa and her family and going against her, which is like, why would you do that? If you guys are such close friends, it doesn't make any sense. And then Anila, Oh my God. I can't stand her. Why is she still on the show? Well, I had to laugh when she said she got a new blogging deal with depends. And I was like, Oh wow. The Lisa Rinna of it all. I know. It's like, just again, if she would just own her, her stuff and own who she was, I wouldn't have a problem with her, but she's so fake. And she can't sit there and force, I mean, she did, but she can't sit there and forcefully, you know, condemn the rumors and the lies that Toya had anything to do with her break-in or her second break-in, for God's sakes. Um, and even Quad turned on her and was like, Anila was the one who did all, like, the whole, that whole side of the couch turned on each other when they needed to. Um, I sort of appreciated Quad owning that, you know, I did appreciate Quad saying, hey, I was mad. I wanted to hurt you, Toya, and that's why I did it ended up hurting your husband at the same time, but like I'm, and I won't really apologize for it, but I'm sorry. Like it was, it was bizarre. I still like quad. I don't know why. Um, I think I'm still remembering, you know, her and her nephew and how that, how great that relationship is. But I also, I, I know I've said it all season. I, even at the reunion, Dr. Damon still couldn't, and I get it's his wife. I get it. But like, he still doesn't, he 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 keeps lumping all the women in together, saying that everyone is is a problem when it comes to talking shit and not owning it. And it's like, no, your wife is the worst one. She is, and that has to be said. The other women have at some point offered a mea culpa for their behavior, yeah, in some capacity. Your wife has not, and she's gonna wake up with no friends very soon. And if she has no friends, she can't be on the show. So what are you gonna do? Um, I think Dr. Jackie needs to get off the bench and you know, fight for her fight friends. For her friends. I think Simone and Contessa and Toya are better friends than those other yahoos on the right side of the couch. Yeah. I think that Jackie has to get burned by them badly first before she. Yeah. Cause I, I think the thing is, is Jackie hasn't been directly affected by anything no. that they've done. So she's like, yeah. I'm going to play the middleman. And ever since her and Curtis's drama a couple seasons ago, I think she wants to spotlight off of her. Yeah. She's like, I've got, I got out of my thing. She just Scott wants to ride Ray. the doctor yeah. train on the show, which is fine. But um, what did you think of Scott's, uh, I loved it. I thought it was, I mean, it's, it's, it's not the worst it's of, of all the, the songs worst. that have come out of, uh, Bravo. It's not the worst. And for a man coming out with the song and it was, a, it was a song for Contessa, which I thought was nice, which is sweet. And seeing her hype him up and be like, it's available on every, every streaming platform, by the way, took me forever, what, 15 minutes to find 
it on streaming. It should take you 30 seconds. It should have taken me, yeah, 30 seconds. It took me 15 minutes to find the song, but I did find it on Spotify. So I favorited it just to, you know, to give it a little bit of love. Yeah. Um, so what's up? Oh but my God. I'm proud of Toya. Yes. For owning what she, when she, you know, got too emotional or too reactive, but also being so her and Eugene were so lo- like lovingly honest about, Hey, like between COVID Eugene's career, me stuck at home with the kids. Like we, we go through ups and downs where we you know we go through it, but for like for my friends to see that I'm clearly going through something and to not come and support me or to not call me up and defend me or to start making shit up about my finances and making shit up about my husband and our, having me having an affair with someone like, what friend group am I in? I appreciate that she said, like, I appreciate the apologies I've gotten today. I just have a huge trust problem now. I got to figure out the trust thing because I don't trust any of you, which if I were her, I wouldn't either. I would not either. I do think Quad, though, and her will find a way back. I, f- I have faith. I think they will, too. I don't think her and Anila will. No, I also think- don't think Anila will be on the show for much longer. I, I agree. I That poor man, he's so done. But also, I really wanted him to, like... I'm glad that Eugene, when they had their whole, like, men's conference, I'm glad that Eugene was like, look, it wasn't necessarily the prank, but it was the fact that you could tell that it bothered me and you still double down. That's what bothers me. Any friend would not double down on that stuff. And then Curtis trying to come in and be like, well, when you made fun of me making fun, making, or um, me and being, you know, uh, cheating on my wife, it's like. That's you, a different case. It's different. You actually cheated on your wife. You actually did something bad, first of all. And Eugene did apologize. That's the difference. Aiden's still sitting there thinking he's hilarious. I told you this and I was like, and you agreed. I was like, next Halloween, I think Toya and Eugene should go as robbers. I, I mean, think they should go as put, burglars. Yeah, put your money where your mouth is, Aiden. And it's just a joke. It's just, just a, joke, a joke, right? I completely agree. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was a great finale. Um, I, 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 I think I haven't seen Heavenly This Unhinged in a reunion before. She really, I love that they played clips of her kind of being like, oh no, I'm so sorry. I'm a work in progress. Like I'm not perfect. But this time she's like, doesn't give a shit. No. So I don't know how that's going to fare for her in future seasons or with her friendships really. We will have to see. Contessa looked great. Yes. I think she was the, my like best dressed for The me. best looked. Yeah. Well. Anything else for you? No, I just, I love Married to Medicine. I can't wait for next season. I'm sure it will be great. The ladies kind of left it. Up in the air, which usually they don't. Yeah. So I'm interested Friendships to see. Friendships are going to be all over the place for a minute. See where things where things move around um, with them. But saying that, would you like to um, move on to the southeast and do family karma or go up north and go to Potomac? Let's go to southeast. Since we ended one show, let's start a new one. Okay. One of my favorite shows is back, Family well, Karma. I mean, and they are a way to start off the season with a bougie bougie wedding but the bank this is how they do it see family karma is great because and i think this season in particular is going to be really fantastic because we've seen them kind of find who they are as a show and now that everything is established we have our characters we have the relationships now they're just digging in and getting dirty we're now getting a yeah we're getting a down and dirty bravo show now um vish and rish getting married we love it. Misha, like, I've never seen her happier. She is... She's glowing. She's like, finally, Vishal stepped up, is marrying me, and we're having this dream wedding that I've always wanted to have. I forgot about Auntie Lopa, 
but I forgot how much she's crazy, but I love her. She looks great, and she's def- you can definitely tell in her confessionals and uh, just walking around the wedding. She's really calmed down. She's like, she's um, she's just accepted the fact that Vishal is going to become her son-in-law. She's accepted him for who she is. And I think she's also just really blissed out to see her yeah. daughter so happy. I loved their hashtag Vish gets rich. So smart. So, so smart. Great. And I forgot that like the Indian wedding is like multiple days, multiple events. Holy cow. Like, you know, it is, they're in Cancun. Truly, holy cow. Yeah, they're in Cancun. Um, and they are not sparing any expense um we've got all, everyone's back we've got rishma which is vishal's mother who i like to call linda belcher the indian linda belcher and i love seeing her and lopa get to get along it's lovely they're, they're tolerating each other they're not best friends but, but they do they definitely unite when they're like vishal needs to cool it with his drinking throughout these wedding events which he's i agree which because I agree. he almost literally broke his back j- dancing on or he was trying to find someone by standing on the DJ table. Oh, that makes it better. But you were also like on the. He bruised himself to acrobat no end. Bat if he wasn't, things. if he hadn't been drunk, he probably would have hurt himself. Oh, 100 percent. He would have been. He would. Thankfully, he was that loose. Yeah. We've got Bali and her daughter. We've got um, Amri and Nicholas who are getting ready for their, uh, hopefully their own wedding themselves. And um, and Nicholas's parents and his mom who like. God, she just loves. No, it's Amrit's parents. Amrit's parents. Nicholas's parents don't love. The him. reason why I said that though is because Amrit's mother is just in love with Nicholas. No, they she's. Just, oh my God, she's she's just rich. she, because I think he's always been a part of their life, and now that she's finally accepted that, oh no, they're. It's beautiful to see them. They're like, in love. Embrace all. Yeah. Of this. So it's really happy. Yeah, Nicholas's parents don't talk. I to forgot. Him. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've also got uh Brian and his family. We've got oh. Mo- who is single. Monica has her boyfriend who I think she's going to be very single soon. Does not sound like he's anywhere near wanting to get married no, to her. No, I think she's ready and he's so not. And I, I think it's going to come to a head for sure. And um, Anisha is missing. So, yeah, I a big the big other plot besides the wedding festivities is the fact that Anisha met a guy online. It's been a whirlwind romance. She moved to Scottsdale days before this wedding and I guess also part for the course of her being a messy, uh, disorganized, non-communicative human, her showing up to this wedding is sort of a surprise to everyone because she has been very, like, MIA. But, yeah, she is um, not telling us who this guy is yet. She's keeping under wraps. But I actually, even though she bothers me, I do get why he's doing this because she, you know, the Indian culture is super, going to be super, especially with her, it's going to be super crazy and cuckoo about who she's married and when she's going to get married and all that stuff. Well, we know from, I believe it was Watcher Happens Live, that she's she revealed she's she's already married. Yes. So at some point this season, she gets married in secret uh, or maybe they have a small wedding. Well, because that's, that's what she wants. She wants a small wedding and her mother is like, no, I want a big Indian wedding. But I think her mother is also like, I just want you married with kids at this point. Like, that will make me happy no matter what. So... Yeah, it was, it's, you know, she bothered me at first showing up. Again, she shows up expecting to get the red carpet kind of rolled out for her, even though it's so not about her for this, you know, wedding. The the interaction with Vishal and Risha was awkward. But then I loved her giving, like, taking the piss out of Brian when Brian's trying to get with this, the new girl. Okay, so Brian has broken up with Bonica number two, so he's single. So sad because I loved her a lot. And now we have a new character that's come in who is older, and her name is Anvi, I believe. Uh, Anvi? Uh, Ansvi. Ansvi. I feel like there was a Z in there. Um, 
we'll have to, well, she's new, so we'll have to circle back on that one. She is a little bit older. She's bad shit crazy. She's a little crazy. She's a little, you know, she's got crazy eyes. She's a little crazy loopy. eyes, crazy voice. She's and Brian's like, mom is, can sniff it a mile away and is like, they're not, they're not right fit. They're not no. the right. No, this is not good. I think but Brian's also just on the rebound too. Brian is on the rebound and he tries to like kiss her at one point and she swerves him, but she's also like really putting out all the stops. Cause she's like speaking like the, the local language of like where his family's from. And they were so impressed by that. Well, the dad was, but then they were like, well, oh, no, shit. they, I think they were trying to talk about her without her and then, knowing and then she was like oh no i know what you're saying it was awkward it was it's amazing very wild but yeah i mean brian 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 i mean in in my dreams reality uh monica gets dumped by this guy because she's like ready to get married and he's like yeah i you know probably i'd be down to get married i'm you know, sorry you, you know she's much older than i am oh i'm sorry if you have been da- what have they been dating for like two years through a pandemic yep if you aren't sure that you want to marry her one day and you're saying like probably it's not gonna happen yeah, i'm no. sorry if if i if i even had like a, a doubt after like a year or like six months even i'm not gonna be like lead you on and be like yeah no we're good yeah no no it's not gonna happen not gonna happen so, yeah, I am hoping that Monica and Brian somehow find their way back together. Or I hope that Monica's man just steps up. Steps up. Because I do want to see her happy. Um, I Monica's dad just bugs me. He's so annoying. And he's such a tag along. I don't know. He's. Uh, I did like that he set up the, the parents dance and got yes. all that going. I thought that was really cute, even though Brian's dad could not. Do and move. Lopa just did her own dance. Okay, honestly, out. kudos to Lopa. Lopa's like, yeah, I did not want to be part of the I'm parents' dance. I'm mother of the bride. So I'm going to go up and just do my own dance. They're like, how much did you practice? She's like, none. none. <laughs> I freestyled it. I was like, <laughs> this. And everyone's like, wow, she's got it. Yeah. I love her. I, I know Lopa was like the villain for a while. I think Lopa is great. I think that now that Vishal's stopped dicking around and he's like made himself serious. And like, his, I think now that her daughter's so happy, she's happy. Yeah. And... Vishal, yes, he's still Vishal though, still drinking up a storm, still being messy, but I'm excited to see the the like the vows and the nuptials itself. I think it's gonna be really nice. I think it will be. I think it will be amazing. Yeah, but Vishal needs to cut it on the drinking, and Anisha just needs to apologize because Richa and Vishal are just really upset that she didn't even let them know why she was gonna play. They're like she could have given us any excuse and in the Vishal world. And Vishal and her were supposed to be like best friends at one time or They've another. They've always been best friends. And like you'd think that she'd wanted. I mean, it's making me think that she wasn't around for like. Like I don't know if they have like pre bachelor bachelorette. Well, like no, I think I think they started kind of the last season. Remember, they were kind of already moving on the on the block, and they were kind yeah. of having some trouble. So I think it's just. I think it's compounded. I think it's like awkward being like, oh, am I still your friend? Like, is this still okay? And just, it's just like, you know, I've, I feel like I've dealt with that where it's like, there's a little bit of weirdness here. Like, is everything still cool? Like, and I don't want to yeah, bring up the weirdness. So I'm just going to kind of pretend that like, I'm yeah. just doing my own thing. And like, I still am here, but like, yeah, it's just trying to navigate that in a different way. Yeah. But I'm glad it's back. I think it's great. Cancun for a wedding. Love it. Yeah. Who can ask for anything more? Got the Mexico feels in our shows as well. Yes. But yeah, I think that's it with Family Karma. What would you say? I agree. Let's uh, move on to Potomac, shall we? All right. Oh, dear. The Candace show is what I'm going to call it because Candace is firing on all cylinders. The queen. She, she is. Who would have thought that I'd be here saying, 
Candace Bassett Dillard is my queen of Potomac. She is my but queen. But here she is in this space right now, giving it to us all 100% of the time. She's got Trina on the track. Oh, my God. Let's talk about that. That is amazing. Like, you know, I felt I really felt for her at the top of the episode because she's she seems really run down and really tired because she's so busy. But also her IVF, her first round of IVF did not go very well. Because of stress. Because of stress. And, um, but like her career is really starting to pick up. Trina is going to be doing, um, Insecure is the new track. I, yeah. She's going to be a, she's going to be featured and she's going to do the music video, which I'm which like is amazing. I think it was her sister. Who's like, I don't know who that is. And it's like, how do you, she's like, if it's not Beyonce and I was like, no, but you know who Trina is. Like, don't act. Everyone like, knows who Trina is. Yeah. And yeah. And I just good for her for sitting there and holding her own when all of these women are trying to come for her husband and trying to make these plot lines and these stories that aren't freaking true. And she's like, no, uh-uh, we're not doing this. I will not stand for this. You guys can try to push this on me as much as you want, but the viewers see it. I see it. And it's not going to happen. Not doing it. Um, I, I just, I feel bad because I do think they are just trying to make something out of, Chris and I think it's because every other woman has something going on in their life that they're trying to to deflect yes you've got Mia who people are coming after being like is your sickness really kind of what you're making it to be so she's like I want to get all the stuff off me so Chris was looking at me sexually I don't know but he was looking he was never well I also think she's projecting a little bit too because now that we know more about how she and what's his face I can't remember um, his name yeah well and because he's disgusting um why had they, they, he was married when they met and they had an affair in Miami on the beach. Like I, th- and now I, I, I feel, and now her, her mom storyline is also coming up. I think she's trying to, yeah, get the heat off of her. Absolutely. You've got Giselle. Who's just messy. Who's just making stuff up. And then I get Ashley being weirded out at first, but I think she's doubling down now because, and we'll talk about it. The situation with, uh, Michael, where all of her stuff comes out, and she's like, "This doesn't help us buy a house. This doesn't help us with our separation proceedings." Like, the this news about Michael Darby coming out just only hurts us. And the fact that he won't even respond to her, they can't, he, you know, they that, can't even reach that, him. No, that personal statement that they worked on together, they can't release it until, um. He approves. He approves. And oh my God, I love though the editors when, when Ashley was talking to her assistant, talking about the divorce and they were, she was reading the statement. They were just like splicing in all these clips of Michael being an utter asshole. Completely like, opposite of everything that they're saying. So 100%. it's like, so it's probably better that the news gets out now. Um, I wonder though, who do you think leaked it? it I'm it sure Giselle. it was Giselle. Yeah. I, that's the thing is all roads lead to Giselle. Yeah. I hate to say it, but yeah, I agree. Ashley just sitting there, and all of a sudden bringing up all the, they had such a nice, her and Candace had such a nice, lovely little like tea time together where they were able to like sit and connect and, and like kind of try to start building a friendship again. And then instead of talking to her privately, like Candace did a season or two ago when all the stuff about Michael came out and Candace had proof, Ashley's like, oh, well, I heard that more DMs have been slid into by your husband. It's like, no, you haven't. Show me them if you have them. And it's just, it's utter crap. And it's like, Ashley, I like you, but then you do stuff like this where I'm like, why? Why, 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 why? Yeah, it's it's not good. And, all, you know, all Wendy's trying to do is a burn a burn this ceremony, which also the whole premise behind this get-together is, like, you. I know we have a lot of, like, anger against each other, so you're going to say exactly what you hate about a person and write it down, and then we're going to burn it. 
No. No. Why would you ever? I mean, so it's, I think it started out okay because the women, like particularly Ashley and Mia were able to say like, listen, like I like you, Wendy, but you have a front. You have this air about you that makes me feel like you think you're better than everybody. And it kind of puts me off. And like, that was, it was going in a good direction, but then Robin ruined it by being like, well, we're oil and water. So that's all I have to say. And then Wendy could have been like, actually, no, tell me what you really feel. Like I really want this to, but then Wendy of course had to be Wendy and was like, well, great moving on and made it worse. And then I think Karen was right when like Giselle and Karen, when Giselle and Robin started yelling and then Robin got up, you lose, you lose the argument when you get up and you yell and you walk away. Was Wendy being obnoxious and being kind of an asshole? Yes. But she wins when she stays calm and stays at the table and stays there to like, and willing to have it out, willing to talk it out. Yeah. Even if it's not the best delivery, Robin, you lose when you just scream and you run away, you lose. She loses. Um, Speaking of Robin, something we want to touch on really quick, um, which I'm sure we'll get more info on moving forward. Robin Dixon has been named in a lawsuit. Wait, Robin as well? Sorry, not Robin. Sorry, Juan Dixon. Yeah, her husband. We're talking about Juan. So evidently part of the sports program he was with, uh, someone that he had hired, had a history of sexual harassment and or abuse, allegedly. And he hired this person and this person continued the harassment and it was to a point where I guess one of the victims had even, you know, contemplated their life in situations. It was so much. And the and he kind of swept it under the rug is what it sounds like. Yes. Um, so, so I believe I mean, the guy that's being accused of the sexual um, misconduct is, I think, already been fired and removed. But I think yeah. Juan's job is on the top. Could and be block. on the line because he. So as we get more information on that, we will will deliver it. But yes. That. Is, I mean, it's just so, it's so creepy, like not, or not creepy, but eerie that like all this, all this stuff comes up the same day they air the episode where like Robin goes to a lawyer to talk about a prenup and talk about finances and talk about separating assets and stuff. Cause like, I think Robin is just trying to create a, a, a storyline, a storyline for herself about the prenup. But like now maybe Robin needs one. It's yeah. But again, I mean, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to see. I don't know. Um, what else do we need to talk about? Uh, um, the family day. Love. Well, before the family, we'll go back to the family day. But I also loved when we got to the burn place, the burn ceremony, and Robin called Sharice to ask her if Sharice got up and had to put hands on Robin, and Sharice said no. And then they cut back to the footage where absolutely Sharice had to get up, put arm on her, and just told her to sit down. It's obvious to see that Sharice is trying to align herself with. Giselle and Robin because I mean Robin and her are friends I think more she already has beef with Karen she's yeah. like I'm gonna go with the, the green eyed bandits and I do think it is a bridge too far for when he, to say like she felt threatened or she felt like Robin was gonna do something but it is it is a lie to say that Robin didn't get up and that Robin didn't have to have Sharice like have her calm down and sit yeah. down like both things can be true yes um yeah did I think it was wrong that Wendy just decided her and her kids aren't gonna come to the family day no because Robin who wants to like, it should be like, Ashley can bring your kids. Your kids can still come, but Ashley needs to bring them. Then your kids are like, why can't you come mom? Why does why, why do I have to go with Yeah, Robin. Or sorry, I, it was I'm, Candace. It wasn't Ashley. It was Candace was good, supposed to bring the kids. Yeah, and I'm glad Karen like kind of called Robin out being like, no, be, be the bigger person. Like the, 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 the quabble between you two is not big enough for you to exclude her and her kids. And her kids. Like that's so stupid. And I'm sorry. Like, yeah, like I'm not going to send my children to a play date with a mother who I know doesn't like me. Yes. That just, that's weird. No. That's so bizarre. And that fun day was just like so stupid. 
It was. It was amazing. Like, come special. on, Robin, set up a table, have some like, you know, snacks. have some snacks, some out. goodies, have like the track set up. Like, come on, you're just Robin is just so half-assed with everything. The hats, the family day, everything, everything. Yeah, it's so silly. No, we're good. Um. Okay. Should we? Uh, does that? Do we hit everything with Potomac? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um. Do we move to Salt Lake City then? Here we go. Okay. Away oh, in Jesus. the manger. <laughs> no crib for a bed. <laughs> oh my god. Call me Lisa Milo. <laughs> I'm that bad uh, bitch. Okay. This I was mean, great. This. Who knew that this is exactly what we all needed? Was uh, who? I mean, what? What the hell? Why the hell can't Drew and or Dre and and Heather make a choir? Why the hell not? Why the hell not? Heather misses the community essentially. So last episode we found out Heather misses the community she had in the church choir, uh, and decides to pair with other people who look like they have been excommunicated from the church, who are musically inclined, inclined, thank and God. have decided to make an inclusive kind of choral choir for Easter. I believe is what really they were thinking sweet about doing. idea. It's a great idea. So they're holding auditions for this choir. Amazing. Some people great. Some people did their best. Uh, I love how they had Jen Shaw and Meredith thought they were going to be judges with no musical experience. And Heather was like, well, no, you guys are going to be the Ryan Seacrest. And they did a great job. Hold adding people in the holding room. They were doing, okay, give us a couple of bars. I was getting totally American Idol vibes from it. Absolutely. I loved um, when Jen walked in and like kind of messed around a little bit singing. She didn't sound too bad. No, she was, she was good. Lisa. Honestly, I, better than I thought she was going to be. You know, I, I saw a lot of myself in my singing voice with Lisa. Um, <laughs> I recently released a music video if anyone wants to check it out. Yes, um, you did. I actually have a music video out. Plug. Uh, it's on my Instagram. Inspired by Christian or called I Love My Friends. It's called I Love My Friends. Yes. At Eddie underscore Estrada if you want to check that out. But honestly, but, I appreciated Lisa showing up and wanting to show support. Yes. Because... And yes, I agree with Whitney that although the delivery wasn't great, I get why Lisa is on this clearing my name kind of rant. Like, I don't want people to lie about me and say that I did something when I didn't. So I'm going to show the proof that I'm not lying. Was it the best? No. Could she just have called Heather and been like, listen, like I just checked my texts. It, I, I, I did text you before he died. I did want to see how he was doing. I do want to be friends. Like her delivery was not great. It seems it seems but like, I do think Lisa's heart is in the right place. Lisa is always trying to be the bigger person. I know she makes mistakes, she has she falters, but she's she always tries to make it right, which I think is really honorable because I think she does not want to be a bad person ever. No. I came to a realization watching Lisa Barlow this this week that I told my friend why my friend Devin, she's in London, so she's watching Bravo mm-hmm. across the pond. That was my <laughs> British accent. And we both grew up watching uh, a little jo- little show called The Rachel Zoe Project. And we were obsessed with it. That's where I fell in love with Brad Goreski, who was my first celebrity crush. Uh, Taylor, the other assistant, was great, too. But Rachel Zoe, ha- like, Lisa Barlow has the essence of Rachel Zoe. And I think that's why I like Lisa Barlow so much. I agree. The Her tone... The way she acts, her like business mind, it's it's like seeing a new version of Rachel Zoe. <laughs> Even like the way she looks. And it's I I just am getting I just have to say, and I think that's a part of the reason I'm so partial to Lisa Barlow is because 
I grew up loving and watching Rachel Zoe. I agree. Um, I, I, oh, I mean, I guess we should get into the Angie. Before we get into Angie, I just want to talk really quickly that, uh, about the whole Whitney and her husband situation. Absolutely. Um, so Whitney's husband essentially got let go from his job because of Whitney. Yeah. She's so high profile. She's doing, they're doing the body sexy. They're showing painting. so much of their lives that, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm certain that this company is run by Mormons and they yeah. just have a morality clause. clause that's full of garbage and they just don't want the heat. I mean, I do, I do understand like a company being like, we don't want to be associated with housewives, which kind of makes sense in that sense. But they've but been like, on the show for so, like so many years. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they are, get, she is now like a few seasons in, it's now a lot bigger than who they ever thought it was going to be. I just feel like they should be able to do that to him. Yeah, they shouldn't, but. It's horrible. That's the uh, sometimes the way the world works. So yeah. I feel really bad. So let's hope Wild Rose Beauty, you know, really comes through. And I believe that he's already in a new situation. I I'm think sure he's, he's fine. Yeah, he's but very good at what he does, but that was very sad. That to was watch. really hard to see. Okay, let's get into the Angie of it all. Well, Meredith and Seth felt like idiots when they sat down to dinner with Angie and her husband. I thought you were going to say Angie M- Meredith and Seth looked like idiots when they were in the bathtub like that too. towing each other. But when they oh my god, it's gross. But when they sat down with Angie and her husband Chris, is it Chris Christopher? I think his name's Chris. Yeah. They were like, "Oh, you could see the panic on their faces like, "Oh no, who did we ju- who were we sitting down with? Like, why are we here?" Because there's no way for you to spin, like Chris, there's no way for you to spin what you did that makes you look like a good person. A good person. You assumed that people coming after you on the internet were was Lisa Barlow, even though you had no evidence to back that up. So you and your stupid wife decided to create the stupid account and use a stupid name to get traction, bringing in a very volatile housewife who can rip your head off in one sitting. And now there's this huge shit storm that you have to deal with. And you're def- there. The two of them are deflecting like crazy. And I'm, I, I really liked Angie when she first came on the scene, but this is messy and your husband is messy and not owning it is not a good look. It's terrible. I mean, social media sh- is like such a dark world, but like an adult man <laughs> using it to bully women is like, who are you, Prez Hilton? Like, get a life. Like, Don't you know the first rule of being a house husband is you stay out of it? Yes. Unless you're in Jersey. Okay. Also, I definitely was on the wrong side of history with Angie. I just want to come up front and say that. Like, I don't think she – I definitely think she's making a play. I mean, she is a good villain right now. You know what I mean? Like, she is good for the show. I think everyone is a little bit too buddy-buddy. I mean, see, I mean, even her and Meredith connecting – we, I already know this track, but it's going to go down. Like, I'm glad that they're going to kind of be Floatsome and Jetsome together. Yeah. With maybe Heather becoming Ursula because Heather's really not getting herself in a great situation right now either. I mean, Heather, but like, since we're talking about that, like, what, what's, you know, yes, Jen pops off and overreacts and goes crazy and it's hard to kind of, like, deal with the issue at hand when she does that. And I think that's what, re- I think that's what Heather's reacting to. But what Heather... Heather trying to be a good friend to everyone is what's shooting herself in the foot because she's trying to play every side and trying to stay neutral and trying to be like, 
you know, good with everyone. But like she can stand there and go, no, Angie, I don't know your husband to be bad. But if he did this with the account, which it sounds like he did because you and him are both now admitting it, that's gross. Why are you roping Jen into this when she's got already enough on her plate? And like you can't get you can't verify that Lisa did all this. It's just a hunch. So like what's happening yeah like I, and I you know I know that we've been on the end of some speculation from Whitney but like that doesn't make us like we're not right or dies yeah and Angie even admits even admits when sitting down with Meredith that like she said shit behind everyone's back in clo- behind closed doors but never at a game in public that's basically all she admits like no I never said all this in public at a game about this also one more thing about Angie and this is just observation on the choir day she was like either progressively getting drunk or something yes. like she was kind of fine when she gets there and then she kind of trips Her and pain then kicked in or something something like i i was i was like she's unwell i was like nervous that she was gonna like fall over because well, they're doing seemed, all they did a lot of dancing and turning which and they're impressed that she made it through that dance <laughs> yeah. without falling flat on her face everyone, but like, everyone's singing this when the saints go marching in what but yeah she I guess they they probably had like a couple songs that are like single choir song saints or like away in a manger like that's what we need to do amazing grace, but yeah she turned a corner and almost fell and I was like, no something's wrong something's uh-uh. off and I'm like I uh, this is all alleged like uh, this is all speculation but like I was worried about her and I was like maybe part of me is like maybe she doesn't want to be caught up in all of this and she's like try like she's just trying to like self medicate with it whether that's alcohol or whatever it felt it just felt get very that it. it felt very very that um and yeah after the auditions when they're all sitting around it just it's like i don't like this heather and angie alliance i don't like it because i like i love heather so much and i do, i don't like when heather was like or like i don't like that no one's your friend anymore like it just it's like heather you're better than that yeah and you don't need to like hit those low blows and like lisa like I think, and again, I think Lisa's just so pissed because she's not, her name still isn't getting cleared and Angie is apologizing to to have Jen because she knows, like, it's, like, optically the best thing to do. I If I were Lisa, I'd get upset too, but, oh, I just, I, I was so hoping for Lisa and Heather to, like, be friends and it's, like, it's really back and forth and it makes me nervous. Uh, it's going to be, I mean, this season is already shaping up to be another great season. Of what was Salt your Lake. take though to wrap up? What was your take of the final conversation between Whitney and Heather at Whitney at Heather's house? It was not, I, I felt I left that I convo mean, very sad. I it's upsetting because I think there's a lot of uh, like a lot of things. These two are going to have to come over and a lot of, they're going to have to reconcile on to get back to where we had seen them because you know what, as they were cousins, I'm putting that in air quotes. So no one can see it they were fun and fancy free. They didn't have any drama. They didn't have anything. And it was, they were new on the show together. They were kind of, you know, happy go lucky. We're never going to get that again. No. And we have to understand that it's like, these two are starting to realize that they are much different than they assumed that they were to start off with. Yeah. And I do think like, I think that Whitney it's, it's like, it's, it's tough. It's like, I know Whitney's going through a lot and and she's there's a lot of changing going on inside of her very fast. A lot of that's tied to the Mormon church. A yeah. lot of that is tied to the abuses that they committed upon her, which I know was not an easy thing for Heather to talk about, especially with her own shit because Heather still can't get this book finished. 
I think that's a big part of it. Heather can't be for her in the way that she wants to be maybe because of all of that trauma that she's still processing, but that's not getting talked about really or being fleshed out. I also think Whitney, you're expecting Heather to be a little bit of a mind reader, which I don't think is fair. Like you got to really talk to be more communicative with Heather. So she knows like what's really going on. Um, Cause I, 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 you know, but I also do think, like we said, Heather trying to be friends with everyone is kind of shooting her in the foot a little bit. It was It's very layered. Yeah. But it made me sad to see Heather stomp, like walk away and, and shut the conversation down. Because, again, that, that doesn't do anything. You got to keep – you got to sit there in it and be uncomfortable and push through. Well, I don't know. Glad that Wendy was sober for that soon. conversation because, like, she was pretty clear. I <laughs> <laughs> know how she gets when she drinks. But, dang, Salt Lake and Potomac in particular just – Great show. Great shows. I'm, I'm just loving it. And I love, we got four right now. That's great. He, again, y'all, Winter House, we're going to cover at the end. Which we're going to do a season ra- uh, recap because. I just have no interest. I'm no sorry. No interest. And neither do you because everyone's been telling us we can skip it right now. So. Where that's where we're at. So, Eddie, it's been such a great time hanging out with you here in Mexico. What a great trip. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, I will be back in the States and we'll pick this up for next week. Um, if you haven't already, which I'm sure you have, but if you haven't, please make sure you like, rate, and subscribe us wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And uh, follow us on Instagram, Hot and Bravo. That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. You got it. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Bye. Adios.